greenhouse gases, which went down by 9%. We've already got a 9% reduction in emissions in 2020. To reduce greenhouse gas emissions for the first time in Canadian history. Events and they're blowing. So they're blowing cold air. Air-conditioned the street. The whole street has events on it. Ain't that something? In Canada, you need heating to live. A basic necessity. And the liberals are taxing it. And back in Dubai and Qatar, they're air conditioning the sidewalks. Like that would be equivalent to a Canadian leaving the door open in the winter to heat the world. That's what that would be like. And we're not even talking that. We're just talking people inside a home to keep warm from not freezing. Anyway, let's go back to the, the liberals bragging that climate tax is working and reducing greenhouse gases. And may I add, you know why Dubai is that rich? Because they sell oil all over the world. That's why they got the money. Anyway, let's go talk about the liberals and how they're doing amazing with the carbon tax. Congratulations, it's working. The climate tax is working. Let's go back 400 years and every 100 years to see what happened in the world. The most obvious thing of why they won't take responsibility or cause of why this happened. So 1620, bubonic plague. 100 years later, Black Death. 100 years later, cholera. 100 years, 1920, Spanish flu. What happened in 2020? We all know what happened. And the whole world went down in greenhouse gases. It was a blip caused by a 100-year thing. The entire world went down. And here you have three Canadian liberals bragging that the carbon tax is working and they'll reach their target. Isn't that just swell how they do it? Let's listen to these three guys in full of what they said, just to give this in context. The fact that our carbon tax is one of the most effective in the world because it will reduce greenhouse gases, which went down by 9%, unlike what we heard on the other side of this house, and 100% of revenues generated by the carbon tax. We've already got a 9% reduction in emissions in 2020. The plan is working, but I can tell you... This balance has allowed us to reduce greenhouse gas emissions for the first time in Canadian history. We are reaching our Paris Agreement and Glasgow Agreement targets. We will continue to show leadership and responsibility by creating economic growth for everyone. Well, isn't that super duper? We're going to hit the target, the Paris Agreement target. It's working. Kapat on the back. Now, reality is going to sink in here. And the in 2024, April, they're going to come out with 2023 numbers of greenhouse gases, and it's going to go up. And... You know, even with 1.3 million people coming into Canada, there's a number of greenhouse gases per person that comes in. It just comes in. And as all the economies in the world start going slowly back to where that was, everything's going to go up. The carbon tax isn't going to do anything. It's just going to make everyone poorer. And we're going to have an, let's, let's see what happens, what they do in, in Saudi Arabia. This is very interesting when you think about greenhouse gases. Let's have a look. Walking and it's so so hot out here, and all of a sudden we got on the street and we're like, "Why is it so cold?" Like twenty degree temperature. So much colder. So we checked the vents and they're blowing. So they're blowing cold air. Air conditioned the street. The whole street has vents on it. Wow, that is wild. Cold air, like frigid. This is the future. And
And I think a lot of people would if they could all the time. But, you know, in Canada, we're sucking paper straws. And the heating from the coldest country in Canada, they're charging as a basic human right, charging heat. That's what Trudeau is doing. And what do they do in Saudi Arabia? They have air-conditioned streets. You think they care about carbon gas and all that oil that Saudi Arabia ships out? Where do you think that all ends up? Everywhere. If you stop having Canadian oil ethically processed as opposed to Saudi Arabia. And I'm not getting into Saudi Arabia ethically what's going on there anyways. But the whole point is the of what reality is and how the liberals can't seem to get it. Let's have a, a look at uh, Stephen Gilbo here. And he's talking about the $200 billion. Yeah. Do you want to have a counter that goes up $200 billion? What's that? One-fifth of a trillion dollars is spent on climate action. And there was that climate action going to, what, Caribbean islands or something? You think they have climate? What climate there? They just need to, you know, there's nothing there. There's no, if anything, they need something to cool, but you can just go in a tropical ocean. $200 billion. Where did that money go? He has no idea. This is the guy, 2050, zero emissions. He took it down to 2030 now, and he's pushing hard with that carbon tax. This is the guy, Stephen Gilbo, doesn't even know where the money goes. Let's go back even more. Christia, not Christia, Catherine McKenna, 5,200 public work projects. They're all gone. All that time and effort, all her topping that she ever did, and she can't prove anything about any anything that happened. And it seems like the 2020 thing was just something that really was an opportunity. And, you know, there's a clip of Catherine McKenna talking about it's a, it is a, exactly that. She said it with her own words, and maybe I can try to put that in. But this is who we're dealing with in Ottawa. And when they come out with the, in April 2024, the next, the previous year, 2023 carbon tax or the carbon admissions, they're going to see it just keeps going up. Maybe this is a reason that Trudeau needs to have a, an election a lot sooner than you think. So let's have a listen. The South Glengarry. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. It is an honour this morning to follow up on our leader's speech about our Opposition Day motion today. That is calling on the Liberals, the NDP, the Bloc Québécois to support common sense. After eight years of this Prime Minister and the NDP Liberal Coalition, Canadians by the millions are getting increasingly frustrated at the out-of-control tax increases under this Prime Minister. Let me give you an example, Mr. Speaker. $27,571.29. That is on an invoice from Rudder's Elevators. I was speaking to Michael Obey in Chesterville yesterday and again this morning. That is the carbon tax bill, the line on the bill for drawing at their elevator for one farm in Chesterville, Ontario last year. $27,000 just in carbon taxes. Canadians believe that is getting absurd. But the worst is yet to come. On April 1st, the carbon tax is going to increase by 23%. And the Prime Minister and the NDP, their coalition partners together, they are going to quadruple the carbon tax in the coming years. Meaning, Mr. Speaker, Canadians are dumbfounded 
at the fact that this Prime Minister and the Finance Minister and their government believe putting a $100,000 carbon tax bill for one farm alone is not going to increase the cost of food and inflation in this country. Nobody believes it. When just again this week, the Finance Minister and the Deputy Prime Minister go out and say the carbon tax is revenue neutral. No wonder why we can't balance the budget in this country under their watch. They can't do basic math and economics to understand that. The Parliamentary Budget Officer confirmed the impact that it's going to have on farmers. $1 billion in carbon taxes are coming under this current plan and the continued carbon tax increases to farmers in the coming years. Nobody believes that you can add a billion dollars in taxes to the bills of Canadian farmers and not expect food prices, the cost of living, and the cost of doing business in this country to go up. 